that we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. This is the text of the prayer that we all said at the beginning of Mass today. So let me repeat it so we can all hear it again. That we may feel the working of your mercy, grant that we may serve you with all our heart. Now see, I need to see the Lord. I need a tangible being, not a spiritual mystery. I need a God with flesh on his bones so that I can see, smell, touch, and argue with him. I need something more than just a deep feeling. I need to see and feel the working of his grace in my life. And if that sounds like you at any time in your life, in your prayer, or in your complaint, let me say this. The church affirms this in you, and it prays this for you and for every single Catholic around the world today. Holy Mother Church doesn't chide us for wanting to feel the direct working of God in our lives. In her wisdom, the church knows we are body and soul beings. Just in that statement alone, the church recognizes the goodness of the body and doesn't try to separate it from the soul like certain medieval heresies tried to. <clears throat> the church understands. God understands that we need something more tangible than just a feeling. Some might say, I need more than a feeling. And this would be a great time to go into that karaoke of the song, More Than a Feeling, right? <laughs> Who knows that song by Boston? Come on, it's a classic rock song. You've heard it. I know you have. I've heard it. But now, what am I trying to do? Even in a bad joke, I'm trying to make you recall music that you have heard and hopefully you think fondly of. Why? Because I am trying to get you to subtly agree with what I am trying to tell you based on you associating it with something you already find pleasant. It's not really psychology, although it is theological, psychological oration. But what I'm doing is having you make a mind-body connection, your positive memories with your body now, so that you might be more open to what I'm trying to convince you of. Memory, sound, speech, the body, all of our senses are playing together in a symphony of creation for you even to be able to experience what I am saying right now. And if humans can interact in such a simple and at the same time complex way, imagine humans being able to interact with the divine in this same way. For this is what prayer is, feeling the grace of the Lord in a tangible way and experiencing the mercy that comes from that. Because as I said, we are body and soul unified beings. So yes, feeling the tangible, sorry, feeling the tangible effects of grace are wonderful, but it shouldn't just stop there. The prayer of the church continues that after feeling the effect of the grace of the Lord through his mercy, that we would develop such a love for the Lord that we would willingly want to serve him with our whole hearts. Now let's be very clear for a moment about how God wants us to love him. And to do that, we're going to stop talking about God completely for a second. Now, I want you to think and visualize the person in your life that you have romantically loved the most. And if you are married, I suggest you start thinking about your spouse right now. But think back to that time, that moment, those, those 
days that you first met this person. Maybe this was some decades ago, or maybe you are currently in those moments of falling in love with your future spouse right now. Or if neither of those apply to you, maybe you can think of a nice non-misogynistic, non-severely psychologically disturbing fairy tale love story. <laughs> Imagine and recall the passion, the mentality that there was nothing too much, too far, or too good for this person whom you love. You would do things that are so silly and ridiculous because you couldn't imagine not showing this person how much you love them. It's a stupid, childish, illogical headspace that everyone in the world at some time seems to chase after in their life. And this is the exact foolish, childish, nonsensical headspace that the church wants us to be in when it comes to our love for God. For it is the overflowing, ever-present love of God poured into our hearts so strongly through the sacraments that we would feel their power and their help in our lives would be undeniable. This is what the church prays for today for every single Catholic at Mass, that everyone who goes to Mass today would be so consumed with a love for God that they would go out from their churches and affect the rest of the world in a positive manner, all because of this nonsensical, intimate, and passionate love that they have for God. This is what Paul is babbling about in the second reading. He is overwhelmed with fear and cringing from the past, knowing that he deserves much worse than the mercy that the Lord has treated him with. So he strives to share that mercy and love with everyone he encounters. This is why we read that reading at Mass today, so that we would be inspired to go and do likewise. That we would be willing to do something stupid like leave 99 other sheep for the one, that we would be willing to clear the whole house to find a coin. This is the kind of love the scriptures are highlighting in conjunction with the prayers of the Mass for the universal church today. My brothers and sisters, if we do not develop an intimate, passionate, and illogical love for the Lord here on earth, it would be quite against logic for the God of the universe to force us to spend eternity in that love that we have spent so much time on earth trying to avoid. The more time we spend in the Lord's grace through the prayer and sacraments of the church, the more we are going to actually feel his help in our lives. So continue to pray this Mass with me today for everyone here, for everyone we offer this Mass for, and for everyone around the world that attends Mass, that they may start feeling the grace of the Lord, and in so doing, fall ever more deeply in love with God.